Hi, listeners. It's Tenant Michael here. And Landlord James. And unfortunately, we've got some bad news. Yeah, we're both heavily in debt and on the run from the Canadian Revenue Agency. And there's no way out. So we have started a Patreon account. If you're so inclined, you can help support the show and help save our heinies. And believe me, these heinies are worth saving. What? Anyway, for $2 a month, you will get to become an official friend of the Landlord and Tenant Podmess. A pretty coveted position. For 5 bucks, you'll get a monthly bonus episode. Premium content, my friends. And for $10 a month, you get all the bonus episodes plus free entry to any of our live shows during the year, where you can see what our bodies look like. Including our delicious and juicy... Heinies. Rewards begin once we hit $100 a month. So it's not going to take that long. Our fans are generous. If you want to help save us, go to patreon.com slash landlord tenant. We truly appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Mike, look out. A CRA agent. Run! <laughs> He's dead! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the greatest uh, podcast on earth, uh, the Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess. I am one of your co-hosts, I'm Tenant Michael. James. Oh, and I'm your other co-host, I'm Landlord James, and uh, never again, Mike. You can uh, take two, never let's do that. Ag- no. A little bit more uh, enthusiasm, maybe. That Oof, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I'm trying to, to bring a bit Aye. of circus spirit, a bit of a carnival atmosphere to this podcast that sometimes when you do the introduction, and this is, I'm not being critical of you, but it sounds like, um, I don't know, we're at a, uh, we've just seen like a plane crash or something. You have a very, uh, you don't, you don't make a, make it fun. And I am not being critical no of offense, you. but you wouldn't know fun uh, if it sat on your face, Michael. At, like, if, if, I wouldn't listen. know fun if it sat on my face. Well, th- yes, Mike. And also, I'm obviously the lead. Like, if this was a morning show, I'm Howard Stern. You're, you know, the other guys in the booth. Robin Quivers. Robin yeah, like obviously, okay. I do the main announcing, and you right. sort of add in your weird quips, and we laugh at you. Okay, listen, this may have been a mistake, but I wanted to try introducing uh, this episode because you always introduce the episodes. So maybe, um, maybe we'll, we'll wait to see what the listeners uh, say. Mm. Anyway, welcome to the show. Yes, how uh, how are you doing, Mike? Um, I guess I'm okay. Uh, I had an interesting Wednesday. Okay. You want to hear about that? Sure, sure. Uh, So, of course, it was Ash Wednesday this past Wednesday. And Mm -hmm. uh, shout out to all of our uh, Roman Catholic listeners. Uh, I know about half the residents of this building are Roman Catholic. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then there are others, I think, are mostly Protestant. And we have a few uh, miscellaneous uh, members of different religious communities as well. But, yeah, I had an interesting Ash Wednesday. I was part 
of an Ash Wednesday flash mob. Did you hear about that? We made the no, news. No, you did. What is that? We made the news. Well, me and some men from my church, we got together and uh, we filled our coat pockets up with ashes, and we went to Young Dundas Square. Right, and you, you're familiar with the concept of a flash mob. Right? Yeah, isn't it like an improv thing? Sort of. Yeah, it's like it's there's an improvisational aspect to it, but they're organized online, and basically, it is uh, a type of group performance that transforms the the everyday into the extraordinary right so people will dance in a train station maybe or something like that anyway what we did is we all went to young dundas square in the heart of toronto with ashes in our pockets and at the stroke of noon we started uh, screaming and just running around and rubbing ashes on everyone's foreheads to celebrate ash wednesday and we had a great time it was a competition i got second place I rubbed uh, 43 people, including a police officer. And let me tell you, he uh, did not react well to that. Did anybody react well to Some... a bunch of nerd guys running around touching their face? Um, it was a 50-50 kind okay. of thing. Um, you know, we threw the ashes at the wall to see what would stick, because not everyone was Roman Catholic. Um, the police yeah. officer, just to go back to that for a moment, he did not like it. He actually uh, pulled his gun on me. Oh, God. I mean, I think people should be, volu- you know, they do it voluntarily, Mike. You don't want to... I, I, I guess, looking back now, I do see uh, how maybe you, you're right. But uh, at the time, we got caught up in the spirit of Ash Wednesday. You get enthusiastic. I got enthusiastic. And, yeah, and we know... talked last week about how you said you've got to become less enthusiastic when you broke that lady's foot when you were doing the Irish... Uh, Irish step dancing class, yes. Yeah. Which I, just to be clear, I apologized for that, and it was not intentional. Well, um, I think you got to watch out for that, Mike. You get ideas in your head, and you, yeah. you freak. You turn into a, to a spaz. I, I, well, that's, that's what the police officer said to me as well. He called you a spaz? As he held the gun at me, he said, you are a spaz. Um, did you celebrate Ash Wednesday this year? No, Mike, I'm not, you know... I didn't think so, because you're not... Well, I'm just sort of, I play it cool, let's put it that way, when it comes to God. I have my own spirituality, Um, and I'm also interested in Scientology, but... uh, Well, let me say this. Before you said I wouldn't know fun if it sat on my face, I'm going to say this. You wouldn't know God if he sat on your face. Yes, I would know God if he sat on my face, Mike. I think it would be pretty damn obvious. Okay, um, well, how was your week? Um, not bad. I, uh, I actually have a cool announcement. Um, now, Mike, you've probably heard of uh, Sober October. Yes, I have, yes. Where you don't drink uh, alcohol for yeah. October. I think there's also, this is a bit uh, gross, but there's, they call it No Nut November. <laughs> okay. Where, yeah. you, where you don't wank off for but November. you're allowed to drink booze. That's right. Right. I have been taking part in something this March. Uh, that I think is pretty exciting. It's a uh, something I'm excited to do. It's called Parched March, and Parched March. That's right. And I will be giving up uh, water, drinking water for the entire month of March. Okay. And it's very exciting. I have a, a new personal trainer, and he's gotten me onto this. And apparently, if you stop drinking water, he said the the water from your uh, from that 
that would be going to other parts of your body all goes into your muscles and it kind of builds muscle. I'm also only eating meat this month. So I'm very, very excited to see how I'm looking come March 31st. Well, it's only the beginning of March and I've got to say you already look a little different than last week. Yeah, I'm getting uh, ruddier. I'm getting uh, redder. My head is getting bigger. I think it's all the meat. And Um, like your skin seems to be flaking more than usual yes that is the dehydration i think yes i'm getting some dandruff i'm getting a little dry skin but uh apparently this is going to do uh nice things to the old biceps and the calves etc right and the glutes so um, dry strong glutes exactly um yeah i have this new personal trainer gaetano and uh he he uh Trains a lot of the intellectual dark web, myself included, and um, yeah, he's got some he's he's got some wild ideas. He's an outside the box thinker, which I like because I'm an outside the box thinker too. Right. Uh, so this is going to be fun. And uh, can I just ask? Now I'm no mm. scientist. I'm definitely not a personal trainer. You sure but as hell are not is, either. Okay, I just said that. But is it well? Is I just repeated it. To forego water for an entire month? Surpri- I mean, yes. Gaetano says yes. Won't you uh, die of thirst, maybe, or die of thirst, Mike? It's 2019. We're no. not on a, you know. Okay, this isn't ancient Egypt trying to build a pyramid here. Like no, I never said that, dude. You just water just gets in you. You don't have to drink a glass of water, and the benefit of avoiding water for an entire month is all that water in my system already. That's going to to my to my to my muscle system. Okay. That's what Geektano says. All right, I just wanted to clarify that because, as I said, I'm not a you know a scientist, and you and we all know that. Okay. Uh, yeah. So parched March, follow along. Hashtag parched March. Um, if anyone else is doing it out there too, let me know. Send us your pics. Send us your pics, and also send us your emails. Uh, if anyone wants to get in touch with the show, you can always. Have we ever gotten an email? Yes, we're not always the best at checking our email account. Oh, I've never checked it. (laughs) But if someone wants to get in touch, they can email us at this address, ltpodmess at gmail.com. And you can also, if you're online thinking about us, go to our Patreon Mm. account and help us out. Throw us a buck or a toonie. Oh, absolutely. Thank you very much to Patreon people. We we want to be able to pay our guests someday. That's a goal I have. Mm -hmm. So that would be nice. And also, Mike, we haven't locked this down yet. But uh, we are pretty sure we're going to have another live show soon. Yeah, we're uh, in the planning stages for a live... The War Room, breaking yes. it down. Uh, I I like to dress up like a soldier when we're planning our live show. Yep. And if you... Uh, there's a tier on the Patreon where mm-hmm. you get into the live shows for free. Yeah. So those people... They're getting in. Yeah, and we're trying to plan a uh, 100th episode live spectacular. So yeah. stay tuned for more information about that. And mm. uh, the rumors are true. It might happen in Toronto. Yeah, we were cons- where else were we considering? Uh, Detroit. You were talking about Miami. I'd love yeah. to do it in Miami. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, the, you know. Also, we have. Nadia's we have, there. I believe eight downloads from uh, the Philippines. We did consider doing a live taping from Manila. You know what? If we got those eight people, well, I guess it's eight downloads, so it's just one guy who's one kind guy. of into it. Or one gal. Or one gal. Sorry, you're right. Um, but I would love to, to perform for this one person yes, well, who's sort of into it. 
And, uh, you know, stay tuned. That's all what we can say right That's now. That's all we can say. Um... Well, maybe it's time to move on to the segment, I guess. I think you're correct, James. So this week's segment is based on something that happened this past weekend that is known as Spring Forward. Do you want to explain what that is, James? I mean, I don't know if it's known as Spring Forward, but well, the, the hour went ahead. Yeah, it's called Spring we Forward. Have, it's not, I mean, I guess. It's Fall Back and Spring Forward. I mean, I think it's Daylight Savings Time daylight savings ending, times. Michael. Okay. But this segment is called Spring Forward Slip-Ups because over the weekend we lost an hour and um, we're going to talk about some of the things that happened to us as a result of losing this 60 minutes. Now let me ask you, Mike, do you prefer when the hour goes back or the hour goes ahead? Uh, I like when it goes back. Crazy. Because I like it when it gets dark as, as soon as possible. <laughs> so you love a good 4.30 p.m. Uh, sunset? Yes. Hmm. Because I find that when the sun goes down early, it's more in tune with my, like my vibe. Hmm. Kind of a, like a nocturnal creature. Mm. You're anyway. making it sound cooler than you are. You just stay home nope. and stay up late. I like to stay home in the dark. Anyway, let's... Uh, okay. Shall I go first? Sure. With your first spring forward slip up. That's right. Now, uh, we each, after the spring forward happened, we each... Made some slip-ups. The hour change screwed us up in different ways. Big time. So uh, uh, here's the first way I screwed up from spring forward. Um, on uh, Saturday night, uh, late at night, uh, I ordered Uber Eats. I ordered a nice uh, 2 a.m. charcuterie plate because, you know, I've been eating a lot of meat. Right. And not drinking water. So... Um, that the charcuterie fills that void, and uh, I ordered uh, the meal on Uber Eats, and you know I thought a little bit of time went by. Guy comes and gives me the char- charcuterie plate. I look at my phone. I'm like, oh my god, this took him an hour and a half, and I yelled at him, and I caused a big fuss, and the neighbors were turning on their lights, and oh, I no. called his boss. I got him fired. Anyway, spring forward, slip up. It turns out it was just the hour change and i didn't clock it i didn't remember i didn't remember oh so it just took him 30 minutes to yes and you got him fired yes oh, yes well, i so. hope you cleared it up once you realized your mistake you know what it was a spring forward slip up so uh yeah. no i did not is it healthy to eat a big plate of meat in the middle of the night when like you're that? not drinking water for a month it is all right so my first spring forward slip up is a big one uh we lost an hour's sleep uh, and you know how precious I am with my sleep. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't function without my 10 hours. And uh, so I lost an hour's sleep. I haven't been able to function properly. And something happened. And on Monday morning, I woke up. And I, I, I don't know what had happened, but I had blacked out sometime in the night. And I woke up in my childhood home. Wait, what do you mean you blacked out? I, I blacked out because I lost that, hour, that precious hour of sleep. You I were so function. stressed? I don't know what happened, but you know, it's like, it's human physiology. I, I can't explain it. Anyway, um, I woke up in my childhood home and I was only in my underwear. And I was holding, I don't know how I got this, I was holding a hockey stick. And I'm not a sports guy. And the worst part of it is that there's a new family that lives there. So they had no idea what was going on. All they saw was a madman in his underwear holding a hockey stick. Whereas, in reality, it was me just uh, visiting my childhood home. What happened when they saw you? They called the police, and the same officer from Ash Wednesday came. 
and he was not happy to see me. Oh, God. What did he do? He pulled his gun on me a second time. I can't blame I, him, I, honestly. I looked him in the eyes. I looked him in the eyes and said, I'm getting sick of this routine we have. Wow. That actually almost sounds like he's starting to come to like you. Well, maybe. Hmm. Maybe I we could smell be like... a buddy comedy yes. screenplay here. Yes. Wow. That's wild. So you think you, you just got so stressed out about losing an hour's sleep that you had a panic attack yeah. and just and I blacked, blacked out, out and, and wandered the streets? Tr- Lord knows what I was doing for that entire, you know, the time I was blacked out. But, how many, uh, how, how long was it? Uh, from my diary, because I was, I was keeping a diary while I blacked out. It seems like it was about five hours or something. My God, Mike, you yeah. could have done some really dark things in yeah. that time. But I, you were I in your underwear? wrote it down. I wrote it all down. Yeah. Woof. Okay. Um, I guess I'll do my second spring forward slip up. <laughs> I have the feeling, just to, to pause here, <laughs> this is going to be a very popular segment. <laughs> um, now, folks know that uh, I do tantric sex. Um, it's a big part of my life. It's a big mm. part of my lifestyle. And I do it every night. Um, and the timing of... If you, if you are a tantric sex person and you're listening you know the timing of it is really really important um it's all about kind of holding off and that kind of thing anyway so every night it's like comedy right it's all about timing exactly so every night um during my tantric sessions i you know finish right at 2 a.m okay and uh, so I was doing that. Do you have it timed so you yeah climax at two a- two a.m. on the dot at two a.m. on the dot. So I was you know going through the tantric process and I climaxed, and then I looked at my watch and I went, wait, have I been ejaculating for an hour? Because that would be crazy. But then it turned out it was just the hour change. Oh right. So it so, was just normal. Just normal. Because had had you been ejaculating to use your word for an hour that would be a lot of fluid loss. yes like you would well and i don't have a ton to spare you'd be, at yeah, the moment yeah, you'd be in so. trouble mm-hmm. oh, god you're lucky yeah yeah basically i guess i called the uber eat guy and then continued with the tantric and then he came after so he had quite a night <laughs> oh that's a typical evening for me not even because it was saturday that's like a regular oh. regular evening uh, so my second spring forward slip up, it's not actually a slip up, it's more of a declaration okay. that I'm going to make to you. Uh, because we are losing an hour this month, of the month of March, I've decided that I'm going to pay you one hour less of rent this month. Huh. And there's nothing you can do about it. And uh, that's just the way it is. Hmm. So that's my second uh, thing. Okay, well, noted. And that's getting written down in my book. And we'll see what punishments are forthcoming for that, Michael. All right, we'll see. Um, my third and final spring forward slip up uh, is that I was supposed to pick up my son from the airport on Sunday. Oh, little Pavel. Yes, who I have not seen in a long time. And I I was late to pick him up because of the damn hour change. Oh, that's awful. So he had to wait an hour. Oh, no, no. I, I've, I haven't even picked him up yet. I, d- I just remembered when we started recording. Oh, so this has nothing to do with the spring, the time change. Well, I mean, it probably does in a way, but uh, yeah, no, I just never picked him up. He was, I remembered he was supposed to come here for like, for a March break and I just totally forgot. Oh God. Well, have you uh, tried to 
Getting you know what? I was looking at Instagram stories and I saw he was on a plane. So I guess he got a, I don't know, went home or He's, something. I don't know. Oh, that's tragic. That's the kind oh. of thing that will haunt him for the rest of his life that his dad A uh, spring forward him. slip up is going to haunt him. Give me a break. I it's, a, it's a slip up, Mike. It's a slip. Well, you 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 deal with that. You talk to your son. No. You talk to him. Okay, I will. Um, so here's my third and final spring forward slip up. Uh, so we lost an hour. I had the clocks are all messed up in my home. I got my wires crossed. And I really regret this. Because of the, the time change, I was late for you know how i'm always going on about my great uncle simon oh yeah yeah the world to me kind old man taught uh, me everything i know anyway because of the time change i was late for my uncle simon's funeral and cremation and he meant everything to me and uh by the time i got to the funeral home it was all over and uh the man at the funeral home was no help do you know what he said to me no he said oh way to go in a very sarcastic voice. And I thought that was so inappropriate. When did he pass away? Uh, just on Sunday. So the day... Oh, oh, my God. The day before the night when the time changed. The, the sun... Okay, that he would died, be Saturday. He died the, sorry. This, yeah, he died the same day that they had the funeral and the uh, cremation. Oh, my God. Your family works fast, huh? Yes. yes. Is that a tradition in your family? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Day, f- day of funerals. Day of funeral and cremation, yeah. Wow. And I missed it because of the hour. Uh, well, I'm sorry to hear that, but... Uh, oh, I guess I was going to say there'll be more, but there won't. Well, unless he comes uh, back from the grave. <laughs> like, oh, God. Well, that was spring forward slip-ups. <laughs> <laughs> I feel wonderful after doing that segment with you, James. Yeah, I think that's one we'll be doing every... Every mid-March. If anyone would like us to maybe press up that segment on vinyl, um, <laughs> get in touch, because we, we can do it. Yeah. That's a neat idea. Actually, getting our best segments, yeah. pressing them as vinyl. That's yeah. a fun idea. It is very fun. Yeah, why couldn't we have albums like that? We should release all 93 of our episodes on uh, vinyl. Pearl Jam. Remember Pearl Jam put out an album for every live show they did? Yeah. They put out like 500? Yeah. We could do that. I think we've recorded now more material uh, than the Beatles did. Because it's, like it's like 95 hours. I think I'm correct saying that. That's crazy. So we deserve some sort of award. We do. Mm-hmm. How about a Canadian podcast award? We didn't get one of those. We got snubbed. <laughs> Idiots. Um, okay, well, maybe we should take a break. Sure. And we'll come back with our guest. Yeah. Welcome back to the Landlord and Tenant Pod Mess. Um, a very uh, fun episode so far. Mike, how are you doing? I'm doing very well, and I'm excited because I love when we have a guest here. <laughs> I mean, you're saying that in a weird way, but we are always excited when we have a guest here. And we have a guest with us right now. 
Very exciting. Hi. Hi. This is uh, Paloma Nunez. Hello. Welcome Hello. to the show, Welcome, Paloma. Paloma. What a thrill. What a thrill. Thanks for having me. It's a thrill to have you. Thank you. Now, uh, Paloma, uh, you have a special relationship to the building we're in right now. I do. You have a, a shop on the first floor. Yeah, it's a it's a little tiny grocery store. That's right. Now you know you guys know you know if you if you don't know what we're talking about, you ever go in an apartment building? You go in the first floor there. There's a little there's a little shop there. You sell the classics, right? I Your sell milk, the, the bread, middle of the night needs. You know, middle of the night needs <laughs> milk, bread, uh, prophylactics. <laughs> Mike, don't be a creep. Middle of the Do night. Do you needs. sell prophylactics? No. Yeah. Okay. No. I'm sorry. I what didn't are mean prophylactics? To- James, maybe uh, you feel this Mike, question. for some reason, talks like he's from the olden days, but that means a condom or I oh, guess yeah, I a do sell female condoms. one. Well, you do then. So I was right. Milk, bread, I thought, and condoms. I thought it had to do with the bacteria in your intestines, but that's probiotics. So oh. Uh, reminds me of uh, <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis. What's that yogurt she says? Activia. Activia. Do you sell Activia yogurt? Of course I do. You got to have good dietary, good gut health. That's true. Has Jamie Lee ever come into the shop? I would really love that one day. You know that? That's a really great dream. I'm going to put that out into the universe that if Jamie Lee Curtis wants to swing by, I would be beyond thrilled to have you. And if that happens, please uh, give me a call. I'd love to meet her. She will definitely never call you, Mike. I mean, under uh, what circumstance? I don't know. I, I mean, whatever. I'm a big fan of Jamie Lee Curtis. But it's exciting to have a <laughs> shop owner on the show. I think you might be um, one of the only, like, we've had a handful of, of business people on before, mm-hmm. but it's exciting to meet someone, you know, in the trenches. Yeah, entrepreneur. Yes. Huh? Yeah. What, how did you get into, what, I mean, what is your job title? A grocer? I'm, I'm the building grocer. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. How did you get into grocing? You know, it's it's a it's a it's a legacy in my family. Mm. My mom was a grocer. Okay. And oh. my dad was a grocer and then they met at a grossing conference. Oh my god. And grossing then bada boom bada bang bang boom. I came along about 9 months later. Oh my god. Whoa. No wow. prophylactic. Was oh, you Mike, don't make her think about <laughs> the grossing. I mean, I did share that they had sex. Yes, yes. And they did. They did, but you know, my dad, wherever you are, dad, hi. Uh, he was a, uh, you know, he's a grocer, so those guys are always on the on the run. They're like little ramblers, right? And is that, are, are grocers like sailors where they're just in a port and having flings and leaving? Is that the thing? Uh, they, they, it can be that way, yes. And wow. especially at a conference, and I know a lot of, uh, a lot of grocers like to keep it in with the grocers. So it, oh, it is really? very much of like, hey, if you can... And meet another grocer that it, it seems like fate. It's like a tribal. Yeah, it's like a religion where you a like thing. you're yeah. pressured to stay to marry in your religion. Mm-hmm. It's you're like ma- that with grocers, I guess. It is. Wow. So if I wasn't a grocer, I would have been excommunicated from my family. Wow. Because you see, my, my dream is really to be in politics. But really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. But humble. A humble life is better, I think. You know what? Mm. It's funny, just the words, because you're a grocer, but if you ask me, a life in politics is grosser than a life uh. spent with vegetables and fruit yeah, and I, I get bread that. and milk and mm-hmm. condoms. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I get grosser a lot. People say, I'm, oh, as you're a the joke. gross grocer. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. There's lots of kids that come in because I sell one cent candy still. Wow, that's I a good deal. Uh-huh. 
I mean, I've got to say, maybe you should think about pumping that price up. I know, because pennies are gone now. Yeah, how do you even sell them? Well, I do it on the black market. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Bitcoin? Or? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can Bitcoin your candies. Wow. But I still accept pennies, okay? So if there's anybody out there who's got some pennies and you want to buy some penny candy, mm. you can come to me. Wow. I think it's illegal, it's but... okay that I said that yeah. on here. Well, yeah, I think we're in sort of a legal gray area when you're podcasting. <laughs> you can kind of do things and say things that okay, good. I couldn't under normal circumstances. Well, do you get pressure from your uh, your mom, by the way, to meet a grosser man? Or uh, or are you married? I, I am not. I am, mm. I am, I am single, and um, I... You know, it's really hard to meet other grocers because we are very isolated in mm. our jobs, unless you work at a big chain. Mm. Which I don't. Boo. Right, boo. We his. don't like big chains on no, this show. exactly. I do. Thank you. Oh. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Sorry. James buys all his groceries from Walmart. I do. Oh. I absolutely do. You know, I've got better produce. You know, I just like the Walmart feeling. I just like being in there. I like being in the environment. You know, it's just something I enjoy. Um, but, uh, but I, I support that. I mean, Hey, I really appreciate that you've got a store in the building. It's nice. You're doing a good service to people like Mike. Absolutely. And I know that you do frequent the store. I mean, absolutely. I buy cigarettes in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I buy uh, cream yep. for my head. Wait, does, does Walmart not sell, uh, like, I know they don't sell cigarettes. They don't sell head cream. It's a special kind of cream that Paloma carries. Uh, I get it shipped in oh, from yeah, overseas. It's, uh, it's a it's a sex drive thing. Don't worry about it. Oh, it's like a topical Viagra, like a yes. Viagra cream that you rub on your head. Yes, it's a topical Viagra. Okay, I was just guessing, but, but you rub it on your head, head, not your head. Oh, uh, this is a, one of the uh, one of the dirtier episodes. I didn't had. mean to get dirty. Yeah. I just wanted to make it clear because he kept saying the word head, and I didn't right. well, want y- people to think the wrong yeah. thing. No, I appreciate that, and and you know, yeah, because the Viagra, the pill, mm-hmm. is physical. That sort of gets your wiener or whatever going. Ding. This is a cream that. You put it in your head because it does that to your mind. And oh. nothing is sexier than a man with a good mind. Am yeah. I right? Am I right? Hard, hard it, mind. It drips into your mind and gives you erotic thoughts. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway. So I, I yes I do I do sell uh and it's it's imported from the Dead Sea and uh, mm. so that's that's where it comes from. If you're wondering. Very nice. So, Paloma, mm-hmm. um, I went down to your store the other day, and I'm just going to be frank. You're usually a really friendly person, but uh, you seemed really pissed off about something. Oh, yeah. And yeah. you seemed like you wanted to get something off your chest. You're, you're a bit annoyed about a certain situation. Listen, I, I, we, every store has their, their thing that they sell, that they're known for, which is why people yes. frequent little grocery stores. I do mm-hmm. sell Activia. Mm-hmm. I do sell head cream. Mm-hmm. My, I am best known for selling Fresca. Okay, for those True. people you don't know, it's just like a cool, refreshing, bubbly drink with some grapefruit and aspartame, which I know isn't mm-hmm. good for you, but damn, is it refreshing. It is. And I'll be honest, James, the reason I was so upset that day is it is the third time in a row that I've put in a huge order for Fresca and there is none on the palate that comes in. And, and my store is known for Fresca. For uh, yeah. I sometimes get contraband Fresca from the United States and they have cherry flavor. Whoa. And I, and I, and I, 
get people from all over the city coming to my store, and I have no fresca now. That is very awful to hear. And that's a shame, too, because sometimes I see teen, you know, cool teens outside the building being like, yo, man, let's get some Fresca. Yeah, buddy. All mm. right, pal. You know, they're all talking about Fresca. And so the, clearly this is a big thing. And I think it's a big thing. And, and I know some people are like, OK, so what? It's a stupid drink. It's not a stupid drink. No, it's no. a great drink. And I think it's the beginning of the end of this economy. Ooh, Because I mean, once you start taking away the Fresca, then what's next? Cucumbers? Then what's mm. next? Chex Mix? Yeah. And then what does my store carry? And the fact that they're not keeping that up is really, it's really starting con- to concern What's, me that Canada is, is going yeah. under. I mean, I'm personally speaking, I am a man who's fueled by Fresca. I, You're I, a Fresca drinker. I'm a Fresca guy. I yeah, had no James, idea. Everyone two, in this building drinks Fresca. Wow. Building is know. powered by Fresca. I drink at least two two liter uh, bottles of Fresca a day usually, except recently I haven't been able to. And I swear... Going through withdrawal. Mm-hmm. I see little, your hands trembling. Tre- trembling, yeah. My, I'm just, s- I'm just really worried about the world. And I think when you mm. came in, I was just, it was the culmination of all of the stress that I was feeling. No, it's okay. Um, well, what are you? I mean, what, what are you going to do? I mean, is this affecting? This must be affecting your bottom line. You know, you're losing a major selling, a uh, major product here. It's affecting my bottom line. It's mm. affecting my self-esteem, my image. Mm. I don't really know who oh, I am anymore. Oh, you mustn't let it affect your self-esteem. Well, it does. I'll be honest. Excuse me for a second. Oh, no. Mike, pay her a compliment James, for Christ's sake. Guest. Mike, pay her a Paloma, compliment. You Make are her feel great. better. Paloma, look me in the eyes. You're a great grocer and never let any uh, fresca shortage convince you otherwise. Thank you. Thank you. I don't know why. I don't know who is taking it. I don't know. I think there's someone out there that's trying to take down my grocery store. Wow. Well, there. I mean, look, I don't want to throw accusations, but there is the grocery store in the apartment building across the street. What's don't that guy's been name? There. Have you been there? Uh, yeah, I've gone in like just to look. Because I was pissed off that it's there. I am beside myself right now. You're a traitor, James. No, I'm That's not. I, I, look, it's my job as landlord of the building to sometimes check out what's around, you know, look in some windows. You know what I mean? That grocer, his name is Java. Oh, Java. Okay. You and know what's funny? Because it's called Java's, and I just assumed they were talking about coffee. That's his sell name? Coffee. He doesn't even sell coffee. Yeah, it's so messed up. But that is his name. Yeah. Java. Java. Yeah. He sounds... Does he have Fresca since fun. you were there? I might as well. Look, I mean, I didn't ask, but it makes you wonder. I mean, if he does, if he does have Fresca... He didn't ask. He didn't go in there and... <laughs> See if there was any fresca. Right. Yes. Yes. He had fresca. I didn't want to upset you. I didn't want to create a dr- great drama. He has fresca. This is fucked. Java. Maybe Java's effing with you. Java does have a vibe of a of kind of a of a bad classic villain, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He's got the mustache twirly on the sides. His one eye doesn't work. His yeah. one eye doesn't work. And then there's his uh, vanity license plate, James. You want to tell everyone about his. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called, uh, it goes LV number two H8. Love Love to to hate. hate. Love to hate. Oh, my God. I think he, you know what? What kind of (laughs) madman has that? I've got a theory. So this guy, Java, runs a store across the street. He's got a weird mustache. Mm. He's bald. 
He clearly, his license plate implies he loves hatred. Yeah. Anybody seen Anton LaVey recently? The oh, leader of the satanic... Church of Satan? Search of Satan? I, I'm wondering if that guy's Anton LaVey. Oh, no. Because I think he died recently, so he said, but he might he have died. faked his death. Yeah. Can I share something with you, too, that won't leave this room? Yeah, sure. Um, Java and I used to be lovers. <laughs> oh, oh, my bombshell. God. And now I just might have realized that I was sleeping with a leader of the satanic cult. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. You know, that? it makes a lot of sense. Oh, he would take locks of my hair and then a couple days later I would get sick. Mm. And I thought maybe I really need my hair. And that there's something wrong with when hair follicles come out, but it wasn't. He must've been voodooing did, it or something. Right. How did he approach that to you? Like, Hey babe, mind if I just uh, take one of these? He didn't ask. I was sleeping and I'd oh. wake up and there'd be like a little, like a little, like a little bald patch. Oh God. Oh, that's not you gotta right. ask. At least, yeah. right? Yeah. Mike, would you ask? If someone was cutting my hair? No, if you were going to take a lady's hair. Oh, absolutely I'd ask. Of course I'd ask. Yes. Um, well, so, I mean, that's just a that's, little bit. That's, that's what it was like with Java. Well, don't feel bad, Paloma. <sighs> a lot of people were in the Church of Satan. Sammy Davis Jr. Yeah. Um, a lot of Hollywood in Sammy the, Davis Jr. that's a hundred percent true. A lot of Hollywood in the seventies. Cause it was kind of like a trendy, sexy thing. Is that what the new Scientology is now? It's Scientology Scientology's different. Satanism? No, Scientology is not trendy. That's a really, uh, actually a very helpful method of, you know, seeing the world. I disagree um, with that. Oh, of but. course you're anti-Scientology, Mike. Give me a break. But who were other? So yeah, I, I have heard that Sammy Davis Jr. was, Albeit briefly, I think, involved in the Church of Satan. Were there other... Um, wasn't Anton LaVey dating an actress as well? I think so. It, I know it was genuinely a real... And it was based in San Francisco, of all places, where... To me, I've never been there, but I assume San Francisco is a sunny, beautiful, laid-back uh, city. Uh, almost the last place you'd assume that uh, a person would want to worship the devil. You know, where there's a lot of light, there's a lot of dark, too. Oh, that you is have good. have one without the other. I'm uh, googling well, right is, now. Famous this is Satanists. just wild. This is just wild that Java is probably the former head of the Satanic cult. I don't yeah, like, I don't like it. Oh, did you find out who, who Anton LaVey's ex girlfriend was? Liberace was the singing super. The singing superstar Liberace was one of the Church of Satan's first members. <gasps> Java he was loves a close... Liberace. Okay, oh. well, mm, there's a clue. But don't other people like Liberace? Like that doesn't guarantee, does it? Here's one that might surprise you. Marilyn Manson, according to this list, was a Satanist. Our generation's Liberace. <laughs> I think oh it's a fraud. I think Marilyn Manson's really nice. And I think everyone knows that those are contact lenses. People say he's no. that guy from uh, Wonder Years, but that's not true. People Wait, say... Fred Savage? No, Fred Savage's friend. Paul? You know the the sort of nerdy the, guy? Mm -hmm. No, people Paul? say that What's he was Paul? from Mr. Belvedere. They say No, people son... say he was <laughs> Marilyn Manson, I'm telling you. He obviously wasn't, but this was a thing on the internet. No, it was wasn't the thing that uh it was he was this one of the guys on Mr. Belvedere who had his rib removed. What? That's the Marilyn Manson thing. Anyway, we're getting well we're getting off track. Well, <laughs> what? The guy on Mr. Belvedere had his rib removed? It's not Mr. Belvedere himself but Marilyn Manson, Marilyn Manson removed a rib right they say that yes. but I don't believe that yeah to s his own d yes 
I can't imagine anyone would know how to do it better than yourself. No, you know, that's I'm true. Since you raised the topic, I wouldn't do that if you pay me a hundred bucks. I don't want to do that to myself. What about 150 bucks? Oh, oh. I'm listening. But you got a lot of pennies rolled up downstairs. Uh, according to this list, I mean, it says Lady Gaga, and then it says Gaga is not an official member of the Church of Satan, but she's no. known to practice satanic rituals on tour and occasionally reference Lucifer. And okay. she did she what did thank Satan during her Oscar <laughs> acceptance speech. Really? Um, I've had... Because of these concerns, and uh, as a grocer, it is always on my list to attack problems, solve problems, especially because there are products that just get discontinued. Sure. So what I've done in this Fresca shortage is I have started in my bathtub brewing my own Fresca. No. And I brought some for you, too. Okay. And I thought right. maybe you could try it. I'm calling it Freshka. Freshka. Because ah. the word fresh, everyone likes the word fresh. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It is still made with grapefruit. Yeah, I have yeah. a soda stream, which I'm going crazy with. Oh, right. I have one too. And what I'm doing is I'm, I'm I'm stepping on grapefruits in my bathtub and I'm squashing them just like if I was making wine with grapes. Right. And I'm letting it ferment a little bit. And then mm. I'm mixing it in with the soda water. Mm. So some of it may be alcoholic and some of it may not be. Can I ask about the aspartame? Are you putting? Are you adding your own? Uh... Yeah, you can just buy that in bulk from Amazon. Okay, right. Just it's just aspartame. It comes in a in a, in oh, a bottle, a and you just do a couple drops, like a like a mio or whatever those. And this are. is made right in your tub. Yeah, so have a sip. Let's try it. Ooh, mm. it's fresh. It I'll is take fresh. Some. Ooh, you can get a little bit of that wow. bathtub vibe there, but. Yeah, it is fresh. There's some nice aspartame flavors there. Um, a little stronger than with the regular Fresca, but... Uh, okay, so I'll, I, I, thank you for this feedback. I can just pull yeah. back on the aspartame yeah. bit. Oh, no, no, no. I like it. I, uh, I like the heavy aspartame taste. And, uh, you know, wh what flavors go better together than grapefruit and... Uh, aspartame. Aspartame. They're married mm. in heaven in a, a new drink called Freshka. Freshka. So maybe we could mm, start, right. I don't know, James, if you mm. have any influence on the building, I think you do because you're the landlord. Mm. It's possible for you to start maybe pushing this new product. So we can just, I mean, how's Java going to beat me at this, right? He's, he's dead in the water. Yeah, me. I mean, oof, I mean, I guess we can put up posters or do a little, you know, ad campaign. Buy Freshka. Or just, ch I, you know what? I got keys to everyone's place. Let's just leave a bottle in everyone's house. That's a great idea. We'll just sneak into everyone's apartment and leave a bottle of uh, unmarked uh, liquid in everyone's... Well, yeah. I actually have these labels hallway. that I've made oh, I didn't with the Photoshop, <laughs> of course. No, I haven't assembled everything yet. You know what, Mike? Mm. Okay, you said you're going to pay me slightly less rent this month That's because right. of the hour. Yes. So I'm going to make you do this uh, in exchange... Yes, you've already, in the last two episodes, talked about going into two people's homes unannounced. This is clearly your thing. This is your job, Mike. Okay. So get get these bottles from Paloma, break into all the apartments in the building, and leave them in the in their house. Okay, I guess You so. want to, clearly want to do it anyway. You clearly have some weird urge to do this mm -hmm. anyway. Well, I want to help. I want to help you, Paloma. Thank you. Uh, I want to help you sell your product. I want to help you defeat Java. And I want to help you... Uh, continue being the best grocer I've ever met. Thank you. Really? Mm -hmm. You've never met a better grocer? No. Can you give me three reasons why? Well, of course I can. <laughs> because you always greet 
your customers with a smile, no. or so I'm told. Mm-hmm. Uh, you always have uh, bread, milk, and condoms. <laughs> the classic the things, the late yeah. night staples. It's 2 a.m., you're restless, you, you want bread, you want milk, and you want condoms. Maybe you've, got, you've picked up someone from the club, and you need, yeah. You, know. you make them a piece of toast and a glass of milk. A glass of and milk, and then you get them in the bed. Yeah. And or you wank off and use the condom and after they leave. Right, yeah. And, and you then, wank off in a condom. You never know. Well, you never. Hey, it can't be too safe. They can swim, so. Right. Yes. Yes. They can get everywhere. And the third reason why you're my favorite grocer of all time is, uh, well, uh, it's because you're, uh, you're, uh, you're part of the, uh, the building's history. <laughs> question um because you you've worked in a grocers all your life have you how do you deal with shoplifters and mm. follow-up question have you ever yourself shoplifted in your life mike um absolutely i've shoplifted wow i am not Ooh. afraid to say it okay. wow. i shoplift almost every time i go into a different store mm. it is a great way every to, time every time it is a great way for me to test whether they're they have security right they mm. also we have a, a grocer code so if you meet another mm. grocer whether you're in in yugoslavia which i know doesn't exist anymore excuse mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. Or no it's okay in, it's okay on this show we don't or, we don't recognize we don't recognize that breakup yeah the balkan states no, the, that went independent no we don't, we don't recognize that shit and so we're talking you're about, still one country yeah, yeah. we don't recognize croatia, croatia no serbia no uh Mal- bosnia herzegovina <laughs> Yes, we don't uh, recognize this. It's no. history lesson. Maybe <laughs> Al- Albania. And Albania. Yeah. Absolutely. So uh, you're perfectly within your rights to refer to it as You are Slavia. one country. Sorry, <laughs> Sorry about that. But of course, I, I'm going to just use a different country as an example. If you're in the Ukraine and you mm. just so happen to encounter another grocer, we have a, a, a little code, like a little signal we give each other. And mm. you have to be allowed to shoplift in each other's stores. Right. So, I mean, even though like oh, the security guard's coming up to me, I just do this. Mm. And they know, oh, wow. that's and, a grocer. And, and I can't, you can't share that with anyone, that code that I so showed you. So, listeners, Paloma just did a hand gesture. Mike, she just said you can't share I'm not that. Gonna, I'm not going to describe. Okay, okay, I'm not okay. Describe. I'm just trying to explain <laughs> what happened here in the room. Yeah. it's a So, it's a specific yeah. hand gesture. We're not yeah. going to say what. Yeah. Now, you brought mm. up Ukraine, which, of course, reminded me of uh, the Chernobyl disaster, uh, the nuclear disaster in the 1980s. Um, are you now? This has nothing to do with uh, grocery stores, but did you know that there are a bunch of old ladies who live in Chernobyl still? Uh, they like they because everyone was evacuated, and eventually the, these old women just moved back, and they just live as like a community of elderly women, and they've been warned not to live there, but they're like, whatever, we're old, we, we're gonna we can survive anything, and they just live there, and they even grow vegetables. Is this true? This is true. Well, the thing is, like, you wouldn't. Who cares? It's like if you get, you know, diagnosed with something terminal, you're like, then I'll start doing heroin. It's the same idea. Like, exactly. Go to a radioactive yes. place. It's whatever. You're gonna die anyway. You're older. Although, Maybe. wouldn't they be tempted to move to Florida? Well, I mean, it's James, not like. But I'm just saying, you need a bit of money to move to Florida. Plus, they need to, there's to, loads of people in Florida who have no money. Do you know how much it costs to hire an immigration lawyer to go from Ukraine? You're to telling Florida. me these old Ukrainian ladies couldn't get a T1? 
or whatever it's called. It's a, it's a, it's a. Oh one. Oh one. Sorry. I mean, America does seem to give them out to almost anyone who applies, but but who knows if these Ukrainian women can get them? Honestly, and the real estate in Chernobyl is probably very affordable. Well, that's right. a good point. That's a good point. Hey, I just thought of this. Imagine if uh, you were a kid and you're like, "Oh, can we go visit Grandma?" And your parent, your parents are like, "We can't go see Grandma. She's radioactive now." That must happen joke, to a Mike. lot of kids. <laughs> It's actually very yeah. heartbreaking. It is. Hey, uh, maybe they'll become. Maybe that's they'll become uh, have superpowers like X Men. Imagine. Imagine we should write a X- show called Super Grandmas. Yeah. The X Men. Yeah. Super Nona. Super Nona. Super Nona. One of them's Italian. As well. Of course. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like the X Men, but they're all women in their mid to late seventies, and no one would suspect them. Yeah. Right. One can blast. Like has X-ray eyes. And her one... bolognese sauce is unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. One can spray borscht out of her fingertips. Of course. <laughs> and uh piping hot borscht, like yes. and like that's how it Wow. And then there's one that's like Wolverine. Is he an X-Man? And yes, he, she Mike. can uh she gets like indes- indestructible bones, yeah. Yes. Oh, I love this. And I'd love must to see be this. skin, too, because those knives come out of his skin every mm. every time he gets mad. Yeah. It's like a cat who's He must just have like, to put some cream on his oh, hands. The, honestly, the scar tissue must just be unbelievable. Imagine we get all excited about this idea, and then we go to Chernobyl to, to see these fun <laughs> mutant grannies, and then we go in, and it's just a real bummer, and they're like, You know oh. what? I bet it, that's probably more likely to happen. Yeah, it would probably just yeah. be a bit of a bummer. Can I tell you, uh, guys, an interesting thing? This is a true thing that happened to me on College Street in Toronto. Oh. I went into a corner store, much like yours. And Paloma, tell me if this is going against the code, the grocer code. This is true. I was in College Street, and I went into a grocery store, and it was kind of empty. There was an old man working behind the counter. Oh, what a story. And (laughs) Well, it gets better. He had a TV up on the... Mm-hmm. Classic. Yeah. And it was showing um, a European, what seemed to be a European soap opera. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, maybe Italian or Portuguese, I'm not sure. That sort of... Uh, looked... They're so similar, it doesn't Well, I just, it was hard to tell in passing. Anyway, and then there was just a full sex scene in the show. Like nudity and like loud... Moaning on it. This is honestly true. And it was just me and the guy in the store. And I was like, hmm? was the old man making You know, noise? Europe is a little different, I think. Yeah. And uh, they're not as um, uptight about sexuality. Clearly. Do you watch dirty movies on your little TV in your corner shop, in your, in your grocery store? Um, I try to, I try to keep uh, away from that just because it is a, a family thing. Right. But, you mm. know, after midnight, I feel like I can watch whatever I want. And you remember when mm. you were a kid and you'd watch, I don't know if you ever had this show called Blue Nuit. Blue Nuit? Was that like the baby blue stuff? Like uh, yeah. soft... It was very, it was, a, I'm going to call it a gentle pornography, yeah. but I would only ever get it as a kid in like through the static because we didn't have the channel. Where did wow. you grow up? I, I, I grew up in um, <laughs> Northern Ontario. Okay. Yeah. Blue Nui. What channel was that on? I was in between channels. It was a hidden channel. What? Yeah. It was, it was 7B because there wasn't 
it wasn't illegal. Like, I guess it wasn't. We weren't allowed. So again, because we had antennas, sometimes you'd get a little bit of it. Wow. So uh, they do have it on satellite, and I subscribe to Blue Nui, and now oh, I cool. get it. And it only comes on after midnight. Right. Well, you know, hopefully no, there'll be no children uh, shopping after midnight. <laughs> well, so. they should be in bed. Yes, you're Absolutely. well within If your children rights. are out and shopping after midnight, well, tough noogies. They might They're, see a, they a bum. See some, yeah, they might see a human bum. I watched a documentary about, uh, remember Jake the Snake Roberts, the wrestler? <laughs> and he said that when he was on the road wrestling at the WWF, he got so desensitized to sex because he was doing it basically all the time. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, then, you know, you can't get it up unless you're using toys. Then you can't get it up without two women there. Then you can't get it up without this. And I guess the point, I go home after six months on the road and I can't make love to my wife. That's what he said. He <laughs> every, got, yeah, every mm. man's, you know, worst nightmare. Yeah, yeah. So maybe it's like that for some grocers. I don't know. Well, truly, I mean, it's very common for many grocers to have, have children in all kinds of cities and mm. ports, right. as you call it, if they were sailors. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, Paloma, I just, just I don't want to push the issue too much but how how do you deal with a shoplifter who's not a grocer uh if you catch them yeah if mike came downstairs and you saw him and i wouldn't steal well maybe you'd have one of your convenient blackouts mike and maybe you would okay if you saw him downstairs in your in your store and you see him look side to side and then grab a pint of uh, orange juice and put it in his coat well i mean i'll tell you something as a grocer you do have little cameras on every single aisle some people think it's just the one that kind of right. overlooks oh. but there is actually one on every single. it's always the milk bones okay the dogs oh, the, the eyes are, are cameras right. always always wow. um makes so, me think of that movie sliver oh lots of cameras oh right Sharon well Stone. yes i'm not masturbating to the gro- the okay everybody, which is i believe what i did, did not mean to imply that i no. think you are is right is that the one where she crosses her legs famously no, no that's that? in a basic that's, that's basic, basic instinct, instinct dude oh, how do you okay. not know but that she sure did have a lot of sex in that movie still she so. did have a sex scene with william baldwin and she was very uncomfortable with all that surveillance so so sometimes there's young kids and they they do yeah. try it and with them i give a gentle talk and i always end that talk with a hug now I do take back the candy. Okay. It's almost always candy. Right. Now if it's a grown up, so I'm going to say over 20, mm-hmm. uh, I, I might break a finger. Wow. Really? On your first defense. Which finger? I, I usually take the pinky because it's the small mm. and it's the easiest Ouch. to just grab and then pull down. Yeah. You grab and you pull it down. Yes. Um, uh, my father was, even though I met him only once, when he came back into town from a conference again, he did quickly show me some um, shoplifting jujitsu. Wow! So pinky breaking. So really fast um, solutions on how to train your customers never to shoplift. So Mm. one of them is a is a fast pinky break. You just grab it and you yank down. Wow! Oh. Uh, so that's offense one. Offense two, I have darts back uh, there. Then I can just, I am excellent darter, uh, which I call a darter. darter. And I'll yeah. just throw it right across uh, and probably stick in your eye. I'm oh, aiming for the eye. Wow. Yeah, that's, it's ruthless. That's brutal. If, um, if I broke your pinky off and you come back again, you're asking for us. That's a good point. It's true. That's a good point. And is there a third thing you do if there's a, th- a third offense? You know, I've never had to resort to this. I've never had to resort to this. Mm. But um, I, uh, in the fridge thing that you open. Oh, no. um, I have a a button back there. And it's an old milk. Don't ever buy the third milk from the back. And it's almost always in the home homogenized milk. 
uh, a machete comes out. Oh, oh no! And it'll stab you wherever it's. This is like the movie Saw. It is every combined with Kim's Convenience. Every grocery store, <laughs> including Kim's. Kim's I've been to that grocery yeah. store. Oh. Is equipped with this kind. They're not always in the milk, but. Milk bones for sure always have the camera. Wow. Did you guys see that um, shoplifting episode of Kim's Convenience? Now that we're talking about it, no, they no. catch the family catches a shoplifter and then they tie him up in the basement for a week, wow. and they don't feed him or give him any water. You know, I would not have thought that was the tone of the show. No, it, it really was isn't. surprising, and it was they just also the whole episode was like basically just set in the basement of just this man kind of like screaming. Is this huh. for real? Is this for real? These? Yeah, yeah. It was this season on Kim's Convenience when their shoplifting episode. <sighs> but just before God. we take our, our our break and play the game, um, do you have a favorite uh, fictional green grocer? Uh, <laughs> maybe from a, Don't Laugh. Well, maybe from a book or a TV show <laughs> or a film. Uh, a great iconic character who ran a a supermarket or grocery. Um, well, there are so actually, many to choose from. There, you know, being a grocer from the grocer world, there are not many. I think in popular culture, but mm-hmm. we do have our own um, like line of books that we grew oh. up with because the grocer will always read grocer stories. Because again, you gotta, you really? gotta stay in the grocer family. You gotta okay. go on to grocers. So there, there used to be a little series called Mister Fiddlesticks. And he was a town grocer. Okay. Um, and one time his uh, his son took over. And I'm going to say I had my first crush oh. on Mr. Fiddlestick's son. Aww. Oh, describe him. So was this like the Babysitter's Club or something? Um, yeah, it was something like that. Oh. You know, really wholesome, good stories. Oh. And, and you know who always saved the day? The Fiddlestick family. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> but could you describe the son? Yes, I, I. Yes, you're very excited for me to do that. Well, I just want um, to get a real sense of who we're talking about here. Uh, well, he was, um, he was uh, like a, a probably about 13, and so was I when I was reading these. Okay, because if oh. that was now, we'd be going. Hmm. Oh no, no, too this young. Is fiction. Yeah. This is when I was a kid and learning about the grocer world. Okay. Um, and so, uh, it, sadly, his father gets sick in the series. I don't want to do spoilers, oh, but I'm he so has to. to he's it. hospitalized and he has to go away. So. Um, his name was um, Gern. His son is named Gern. Gern. And uh, honestly, I loved Gern so much. He uh, had like uh, wavy brown hair and then very, only a few illustrations exist of him, but I oh. did find one. Uh, and I used to do erotic fiction of drawing of Gern. Actually. Wow. Wow. Just because, I mean, when you get a crush as a girl and all of your popular culture is grosser world, it's there's not a lot of hunks to you choose help from that's yes, a good yeah, point yeah. you don't see a lot of hunks being uh, portrayed as grocers in books or film maybe we should like m- write a screenplay or novel series called hot grocers just to change the image like change the conversation here would you like, do that like well, just to I think it's a wonderful idea what if like who's a hot uh, guy um, Samuel L. Jackson is he hot? Is he hot, is he hot Mike? You find him hot? Idris Alba. I'd say that. Idris, yeah. Oh, okay. Who says okay. Samuel L. Jackson when someone's going? That okay. was the hot first guy. one he came up with. <laughs> That's your first. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. He's, he's hot. He's a hot actor. He's, he's as hot as Samuel L. Jackson. He's, he's the yeah. highest grossing actor based oh, on. Oh, you're box attracted office. to power and money, Mike. I, I mean, thought you were interested in. Oh, you know what? For, don't Idris ask me. Idris Elba. Then. 
Yeah, yeah. you know what? If you're wearing a tight white tank top or t-shirt, and then you've got that nice green because grocers do like green apron mm-hmm. that's on top, and you're seeing all those muscles. Yes, he's he's ripped. He's hot. Is there anything Idris Elba could do that would make you be like, ugh? You know what I mean? Like, hmm. I just mean like if he was like, oh, I love uh, Primus or something. No, <laughs> you know, it'd still be okay if you liked Primus. Yeah, but, I don't think that's a big deal. No, but I think that if Primus Elba, a deal breaker for you, if it leaks that Idris Elba liked Primus, I think he'd be toast. He'd never work again. Um, <laughs> I just mean, you know, like if he had something he was into that wasn't considered like super sexy or something. I don't know. Maybe like if he had bad gas or if he, I, I don't know. what. You know what? I'd smell his farts all day. I know that's I crass too. to all say. Day. He's the kind of guy, sure, if he, really? yeah, if he, if you saw him on the toilet, you'd be like, oh, I'm still into you. You know, and as a grocer, I would find a cure for whatever that flatulence problem is. Right. So mm-hmm. I, I mean, there's not a lot of problems I can't you'd solve. You'd learn to enjoy the smell. It probably smells like musky mm-hmm. sweat man. Mm-hmm. Uh, what if he, like, I guess if he accidentally, like, I don't know, trampled a child or something, that would kind of eh. dent his reputation, but I, f- I feel like he could bounce back. It's not as bad as the Primus thing, I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to think of, like, a, I don't know, a band or a movie. Anyway, whatever. Or like, uh... Oh, Idris. Mm. I, I'm going to say no. Yeah, and then maybe we'll put that challenge out to him out there that if he wants to come up with something. Because there are some people I feel like movie stars. You see them get interviewed, and then you're like, actually, yes. I thought you were attractive, but you're not. I think I saw. Um, it's called personality. Personality. Have, yeah. Who's that guy who was in Lord of the Rings? The British guy. Gandalf. Um, no. <laughs> oh, the one who played uh, Elf. He, he he was Martin Freeman. <laughs> no, no. Uh, it, the elf, Michael, Toby? not the Hobbit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Elijah, the, Elijah Wood. There no, it is. No, no, not no. even him. Gollum. No. Uh, um, Gollum he was is also a in a That movie. guy is so good looking. Oh, Andy Circus? Sm- you know what? He isn't bad. What the uh, hell I is... I meant actually Gollum, but um, if you're into Gollums. He, oh, God. I'm going to look it up and we'll talk about it next segment. But anyway, there's an actor from the Lord of the Rings movies who was an elf and he was with Liv Tyler. Ooh. Um you know what I'm talking about? Oh, with the blonde hair. Yes. The long blonde hair. Was that um, Orlando Bloom? <laughs> yes, thank there you. My there brain. Anyway. Bloomy. Bloomy. I've seen him in an interview, and I thought, oh, you know what? No. And actually, there's an image of him on the internet, Orlando Bloom. You guys can Google this, where he is <laughs> buck naked. He's naked, with, and, you can, and he's on a boat, and you can see his flaccid penis. And I don't know. And sorry, where were you going with with pointing out? Well, but you were it's saying it's just that not a good look. He's not. So you're not into him. I guess what I'm saying is, yeah, so you like, used to love Orlando Bloom, and yeah, now you don't. Because now I'm you not sure. And then the picture of the flaccid penis sealed okay, the deal if I for Google me. This am I going to get in trouble? No, no, Orlando Google it. Bloom boat is what I'm looking for. Or I mean, I don't want to. Oh, but they blurred it out. Well, you got to look on an NSFW site. Well, What's listeners, that? if you're at home, feel free to right now uh, play along and Google Orlando Bloom's penis boat. Hey, yeah, and I think he's on a raft. Well, or look something. at that. He's paddleboarding. He's paddleboarding. I mean, he's got he's a great ripped. abs and a great chest, but if you see his penis, Whoa. it's I don't know, unsettling. And who's he with well, I mean. Now? I don't know. What what like penises are kind of meh when they're flaccid, aren't they? They're just like that sleeping. is true. That is true. 
Well, this is getting really silly now, but you know they say growers are showers, and uh, a lot of them are. Yes, a lot of them flaccid are just nonsense. Yeah, (laughs) they're just (laughs) they're nonsense. So they're all showers, or at least we like to think. Oh, you must be a shower. It well, must also be very intimidating. No, most are growers. To, that's what I mean. Yes. Must be intimidating to me. Most flaccid penises are completely ridiculous. I, if, you, if you're ever at a urinal and you glance over and you see, you know, a big, thick one and it's flaccid, you're going, what the frick? What is okay, going on? Okay, so it's actually just weirder to be a shower then. If you're a guy and you see a shower, you're going, what the hell is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, you're only peeing, man. Relax. <laughs> but you don't realize it's he's not excited. And, you know, if you're a woman and you see a shower and you're like, whoa, you're just like, I got to go because I can't even imagine what that's going to be like <laughs> I later. Bet. I bet. <laughs> um, I suppose, shall we take a break and uh, come back? I think this is a great moment to take a break. With our game. Okay. Ha <laughs> ha that's so funny. Uh, welcome back to the show, everybody. It's time for the third and final part of our podcast, where we play a fun game. It's time for the game, the game, the game. It's one of our super popular games. They always go viral, and that is our aim. So sit back and please enjoy this game. Ah, who doesn't like uh, games? Hmm? Only, uh, only probably war criminals. Mm, and maybe, maybe the Amish? Maybe the Amish. Probably not allowed to enjoy that. Or people in ISIS. <laughs> well, I, I could see them being loving Xbox and stuff. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe some violent games. Anyway. <laughs> so we're here. Uh, it's our last segment. We're here with Paloma Nunez, who is a grocer on Hi. the first floor. And um, we thought we'd play a game. Since you work at a grocery store, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we thought a fun idea could be uh, if we each tried to come up with our own grocery store-themed podcast idea. Oh, okay. Isn't that exciting? Because <gasps> think about it. There, there, there just aren't podcasts for grocers by grocers. And I think that's bullshit. I agree. Am I wrong? Thank you, James. I feel like what an ally I have over Thank here. Thank you. I am an ally. Um. So yeah, uh, Mike. Do you want to go first with your idea of of the the game called the Landlord and Tenant Podmas presents? Here are our pitches for potential grocery, uh, grocery store. store podcasts. Yes, perfect. Excellent. Sure, I'll go first. Uh, I'm a little nervous to be the first one up, but <laughs> I could tell by the noise you yeah. made. Uh, I'm very nervous. <laughs> so my idea for a grocery store theme podcast would be this. It helps spread the word about your grocery store, helps get people in the store spending their money, and it works like a flyer does traditionally. So you'd announce uh, what the specials are for the week. You'd have discounts for you'd say like, "Wow, this this cut of meat is available, and we've got you know special on uh, pork chops or whatever, and we've got specials on you know royal gala apples and things." And you'd uh, record it. And then a few weeks later, it would be released. Um, unfortunately, because of how long it takes to edit the podcast, probably the specials would be over, and maybe the food advertised would be um, no longer, you know, be rotten. Um, so maybe it's not a good idea. You know what? I liked it. I really did. Do you like it? Okay. 
I liked it until you totally negged yourself. Well, I talked myself out of yeah, it. Have did. some self-esteem, man. Well, I just re- as I was explaining it, I realized it was impossible. What I would was it, attempting uh, the impossible because you the you take too long to edit it. What would it, it would be like be, going on a date with you? Oh, I really like oh, you. you. Would, would you know? No, oh, you'd be like, oh, I really like you. Actually, I'm too pathetic to be on a date with you. Forget it. No, I wouldn't say that. Yes, you. I bet you. Have you ever I done that? Say that? I've never said that, so you don't even know what you're talking about, and it's just making me laugh. It doesn't sound like you're laughing. It sounds like you're defensive. You'll find someone. You I'll will. F- thank you. Who would like to go second in our game? I can go second. I can go. Okay. Or you? Would you rather go? I, d- I don't care. <laughs> hmm. All right. Well, I'll go second. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, okay. <laughs> Here's my, here's my, uh, I'm pitching this to you, Paul. Okay, oh, these are for me. Yes. Well, you know. Because I do have a grocery store, so maybe we could do a yes. podcast. I'll take the yes. best one, and I have a good one. Please. Okay. We'll do it. Uh, my idea is a podcast for grocers that encourages them to not only sell typical fare, not just sell your milk, your produce, your crackers, your drain cleaner, but to sell some alternate products that are far more beneficial than any of that stuff. And of course, I'm talking about Brain Force Plus. Supercharge your mind. Fight back against the toxic ingredients in society with Brain Force Plus from InfoWars. This, these are, are, are these p- pills? What yes, are- they're pills, Michael. I take them every goddamn day. And they f- have freed my mind of the toxins that you experience in the food you eat, the media we're consuming. Brain Force Plus fills. It should fill brain force plus pills. Excuse me. I just popped one and I'm high on energy. Uh, should be in every store and everyone should be taking them, including kids. And I, I think hate, a podcast about that could be good. I hate to interrupt, but it just sounds like a, like an advertisement for brain force plus as opposed to a podcast. Yeah. Mm. Well, then we could also in this podcast talk about how the Chinese government is creating animal human hybrids. Uh, the contact with the interdimensional aliens that the government's putting on. Alex Jones laid all of this out on Joe Rogan two weeks ago. I I, I could see this uh, working to bring in new customers to a grocery store. Yeah. Yeah. I'm being sarcastic. I can't see that. (laughs) Might want to work on your sarcasm voice there, Mike. I will. I am working on it. It's a process. I think it's just kind of a deadpan delivery, and I I thought it was I thought it was pretty clear, well, but that's thank you. I I'm not hearing to me. Okay, do a good sarcastic Paloma. What's what's a good sarcastic? Oh, okay. See, that's good. That was wonderful. That was really that Mike's was, was that just was like yes, that's great. I really like that. That's him trying to be sarcastic. There are different ways for people, men and women, to be sarcastic. So. Anyway, Paloma. Okay, my pitch, my mm-hmm. pitch. Okay, you know what? Because I know the grocer world, I think I would do a uh, a love themed grocery store podcast, and I would call it One Night Grocer instead of One Night Stand. One oh, night fruit on stand. Words. No, I just changed it. One night fruit stand oh. uh, because the fruits of your loins, as all oh, grocers know, okay. we use the word fruit a lot to mean code for sex. Oh, Anyways, I would bring on grocers from all over the world, and they could tell us the stories about the love affairs they've had on all these grocery conferences. That's a great idea. It is. And if you kept up the sort of fruit analogy, it could be kind of in code, so only grocers would get it. Like, 
oh, well, you know, my banana was uh, unpeeled or you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because only grocers would understand that kind of uh, Oh, metaphor. do you understand what I was talking about? I think I do. And he didn't have a banana so much as a plantain. Whoa. Oh, really got to know your produce to keep up with this, yeah. though. Mm-hmm. And his, Ooh, and his testicles plantains. were a couple of jicamas. Oh, my God. What's a jicama? Oh, you don't know? It's a it's a fruit that grows in the in the south, like in South America and in Central America, and uh, it's sweet like an apple, kind of, but not tart. And it's a oh good fresh thing that you can put in a salad. He can a salad. Highly recommend it. I've had it, but I've also kind it. of brown on the outside that looks like it could be testicles, but hard. So you don't want your testicles actually be. <laughs> now, isn't that interesting that the creator made these fruits have a hard protective shell? But not men's testicles. Isn't that interesting? Yes, it, it is. The men's testicles, the biggest part of the human. They're, yeah, they're open to all sorts of damage. You, I have been looking into the idea of getting a body modification, of getting a shell put in uh, around them. Like a permanent jock strap? Basically. I mean, you know, I have lots. Like, I've really experimented with all kinds of body modifications. And uh, I think that'd be a really wor- well worthwhile one. Maybe I'll use a Heikama shell? Yeah, it's just that it's more like you peel it with like a peeler mm, than a, mm, okay than a, a shell like a, maybe a Kinder egg. Mm, that's a fun idea. Coconut shell. Oh, ho, ho. maybe a little itchy, but you get used to it. Yeah, you could peel it. Very so. Um, maybe another podcast we should all make is just how to use fruits for body modification. Yeah, or yeah, protection for testicles, produce, penis protection. PP triple P. <laughs> I think we've hit, uh, struck upon a great idea. <laughs> well, um, I love that podcast idea, Paloma. Um, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, we really appreciate having you. Yes. Thank you. And if you wouldn't mind, I'd really love it if you could help push the the freshka that oh, I've absolutely. been making. Absolutely. absolutely. Um, um, Mike, you're going to deliver yes. them. I'm going to sneak into everyone's uh, unit and leave a, uh, a bottle of Freshka in their doorway. Um, hopefully I don't get uh, attacked or apprehended, but uh, we'll see. Just go into one of your fits and you won't even know what's going on. Yes, apparently. wear your underwear and have a hockey stick. Sure, maybe. Yeah. Everyone mm. will be like, uh-oh. There's Mike having one of his episodes again. Sure. <laughs> uh, this has been eye-opening. Thank you so much for joining us, Thank Paloma. Thanks for Paloma. having Thank me. You for I'll coming. see you in the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go.